I want to, for just a few moments today, take you to the book of Mark, to a very familiar portion of Scripture, Mark chapter 4. If you don't mind to stand in honor of the Word of God one more time, uh, we will read from Mark chapter 4 and verse 35 down through the end of this chapter, Mark 4, 35 down through verse 41. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And everybody said, Amen. My subject for a few moments this morning is a good word for a bad day. Amen. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord and let's give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I don't think my text is a strange text to any of you. I'm certain that you have read at some point or heard a sermon of some kind preached. I didn't Google it this morning, but I dare say if you were to Google this verse, you would probably get several hundred thousand hits uh, on the, the many things that have been said about the storms of life. I don't have a new word. I just come to remind you of some things this morning. Storms come into every life. We are well aware that you don't have to be a bad person to go through stormy times. They are part and parcel of life. The turmoil and the trouble that they can cause in our life sometimes is more than we can bear. Because of the storm, there are certain factors that become part of the equation during a season of trouble. Stress, the level of stress uh, rises. The sense of worry and fear that is produced in a storm is sometimes shattering. They cause great concern. I think probably the winds of the storm threaten our stability and rock us in ways that we don't like to be rocked. 
We don't like what storms do to us personally. I remember the first hurricane that I ever had to live through. I grew up in North Texas and we had storms, but they passed by pretty quickly. Tornadoes that could tear up a city, but they were in and out in a hurry and life could get back to normal. But I I remember the first hurricane. I thought it was exciting to begin with, but about halfway through the storm, I started having second thoughts about my sanity and wanting to stay in Houston during that kind of upheaval. Storms, they come and they bring to us things that we are not looking for. Most of all, I think storms expose things in us that we don't like to have to confront or deal with. When we are dealing in a stormy time, things come to the surface. When that wind begins to blow and the tide begins to roll and the waves begin to crash, sometimes there are things that are unearthed that we don't, we don't like to get unearthed. Things that are in our life that we get content with or it, there's enough sediment and sand that fills over that we forget about it being there. But storms have a way of turning up the bottom and bringing to the surface things that uh, we had long forgotten. It has been true in almost every storm that has ever Blown every hurricane that has ever blown into the United States, there has always been uh, an uncovering of something that had been hidden there for a long time. I remember the storm, I believe it was Katrina, that struck New Orleans and the Mississippi coast, and it unearthed an old battleship that had been underneath the sand dunes for years. It was a war, uh, uh, it was a Civil War relic, I believe, and went back years and years in the past. And nobody thought about it when they were coming to the beach on a regular basis. But suddenly the storm reveals some things that are hidden and covered up in life. And it sometimes brings back haunting memories and troubling things. The difference between the storm in the natural life and the storm in the spiritual life is that storms in the natural life come by seasons, but storms in the spirit life know no season. They strike at the most inopportune time. And what I had to learn in that first encounter is that you have to guard against the noise that a storm can produce. <clears throat> the howling of the wind, it got on my nerves. That incessant blowing, that nonstop moment, hour, it seemed like days went by as that wind blew and blew and you would think surely at some point it's going to run out of energy and it just kept blowing and blowing. The whistling and the, the sound of it going through the trees produced this incessant roar and so it is 
in any storm. You have to guard against the mental noise that storms can produce in your life. Storms can produce sounds and they can come into your life with such ferocity and with such strength that you wonder if you will ever survive. But I've come with a good word for a bad day. Amen. I've come to give you a good word when you're going through a bad time. I want to remind you that whatever storm you may be in today, you're not the only one that's in a storm. Everybody has a storm of some kind, and they come to everyone. What I need to remember in the storm is that God controls everything. God controls everything. I want you to say that with me. God controls everything. Even when it doesn't seem that way, God is still very much in control. If God has brought you to this, then certainly God will bring you through this. Amen. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord and give Him praise. There are many kinds of storms in life. There are health storms, unexpected changes in your physical being that produce stress and anxiety and a certain amount of instability. There are financial storms that come. When the harder you work, the farther you get behind. The more that you labor, the more it seems there is against you. There are life storms, things that just happen in life. Children grow up. Children do things that are contrary to your desire or your will. Sometimes there are storms in a home and the storms just in your own personal life because of the stage of life that you're at. One thing that I've learned in living life is that every stage of life has its own set of issues you have to deal with. When you're a young person, you feel invincible. You can go and go and go and go and you feel like there's nothing that can stop you. But the older you get, the more you realize your limitation. And every season of life has its own set of issues. Some of you are dealing with some of those things right now. And they're just part of the season. They're not here to stay. Amen. They'll pass. And in their passing, you're going to learn how to adapt and get used to living with it. You know, I used to think that I could do anything. Now I'm smart enough to know I can't do anything or everything. That's one great thing about growing up is that you find out you don't have to be Superman anymore. I don't have to go beat on my chest every morning and go like Tarzan to make everybody know I'm in the world. I've learned that there's just some limitations that come as you get a little older It's not a mark against you. It's just a fact of life. And the tragedy is that there are a lot of people that are fighting life storms right now that have to do with the season of life that they're in. 
And instead of understanding that, we take that and we allow it to become a point of contention in life. Life brings its own set of circumstances. I didn't used to have to deal with blood pressure, but I do now. And I used to think it was because I pastored, but it's not. It might contribute to it, but it's not. It's because of the way I've eaten, and it's because of my heredity, and it's because of the blood in me that I, gave, I, I received from my parents that had propensities toward those kind of things. Now, I can go through life fighting all that, or I can understand that that's part of where I am right now and get over it and try to learn how to live with it. I don't want to go through life shadow boxing every little issue that comes up and try to feel like I, I've got to knock down everything. There are a lot of distractions in life. There are a lot of things that come into life that are nothing more than there to try to divert me from my purpose and God's will for my life. And storms have a way of causing you to get focused on the wrong things. Storms have a way of getting you to focus on, first of all, yourself. And then they get your eyes on others. And then there's that third element, and that's the unknown. You start fighting the unknown. Storms, life storms, they come to all of us. You need to learn how to live in the season of life that you're in right now. Amen. Praise God. I think Jeff Foxworthy is right about some things I've heard him say. (laughs) I don't agree with everything he said. But there are some things that just don't fit. And when I was growing up, we called them hot pants. When I was a kid, they were those micro, teeny-weeny little things that women got into wearing. Now, if you're 16, you might can get by with that. But if you're 65, now I'm not advocating that by any means. You understand what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's some things that don't go with the season of life that you're in. And there's a lot of battles that are going on in people's lives and there are a lot of storm winds that are blowing right now that are part of the season that you are in in your life. It would do all of you to wake up and realize who you are and what age you are and accept that and quit fighting that and learn how to live the best you can in what you have right now. You know what I like about Caleb? It didn't matter if he was a young man and he was looking at a mountain or he was an old man, he was still looking at the mountain. And even as an older man, he said, I am still well able to take this mountain. He wasn't the same man he was 40 years ago, but he was still the same man in his spirit. And so he said, you know what? I may have to go up that mountain a different way than I could have 40 years ago, but I'm still going to conquer that mountain. 
Now, when I was young, I could go up the mountain pretty quickly, but now I'd have to take a few breaks. But that doesn't mean I can't conquer the mountain. I'm talking about a good word for a bad day. It'd be a good thing for you to wake up and say, you know what? I thank God that I am who I am and I am where I am and I am what I am at this moment. Now, it may not be the best me and it may not be everything I need to be, but by the help and grace of God, I'm going to quit fighting some old battles and quit living in the past and what I was and realize who I am and what I am and do something with where I am right now. I don't even know why I got off on that, but life storms. Understanding the season of life that you're in and learning how to live in that season. Seasons of transition. I, I, I don't know what it is, but when I, was, when I turned 30, it was like a light came on in my life. All of a sudden, I became the philosopher. Introspective. I looked around at life, and I, 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 I don't know what happened in my 20s, but I got into my 30s, and all of a sudden it's like a light came on, and I realized I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a preacher, I'm, I'm, and, and I've got things. And, and so you set your focus on those things, and, and you, you learn to move and, and do certain things, but I'm 58 now. I get up in the morning. The first thing I've got to do is pop a Geritol tablet to get me out of bed sometime. Now, you said, Brother Hughes, you're not the man you used to be. That's right, I'm not. But I'm still a man, and I'm going to get up in the morning, and I'm going to put my shoes on, and I'm going to say, God, whatever you can do with this man today, I want you to do it, but I'm tired of fighting old battles. I met. One time with some people that were having problems. And I said, you know, after I listened to it a little while, I said, you know what your problem is? And this is a good marriage thing for me to share with you right now. The things that you did to attract your wife when she was 20 or when she was 25 ain't going to work when she's 45. And the problem with a lot of issues in our life is we're still trying to do it like we did back then, and it won't work now. we got to wake up and realize what's the need now. What do I need to do now? What do I need to adjust now? How do I need to make life better now? And, 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 and people get frustrated because they're doing the things they used to do that got their attention or made them smile or made them happy or made them want to come and, and fellowship with them. Now you're doing the same thing and it's pushing those people away. They don't even want to be around you anymore. What's happened? Seasons change. Life's change. And we have to learn to grow with seasons. Now, Lord, I don't even know why in the world I am out here on left field this morning. But Everybody say life storms. They come to all of us. Some of you are in them right now. Amen. Praise God. Amen.
lifestyles. I better be careful. I could get in trouble right now. I didn't want to make this about anything other than the fact that God has a good word for a bad day. If God has brought you to this time, God's going to take you through it. Amen. If you weren't meant to be here, you would have already been gone. And if God didn't intend for you to make it, your situation would have already blown up. You would have already been gone, dead, somewhere else. But you're here. And the fact that you're here is telling me that God is going to get you through it. No matter what it is you're going through. No matter. One of the greatest storms that I've ever faced in my personal life is a faith storm. That's when everything that you've been taught and everything that you've heard people tell you, you try it and it doesn't work in your situation. The harder you pray, the more the devil fights. The more you reach out for God, the more difficult it seems for you to do that. You pray and your prayer is like lead. It doesn't even get up to the ceiling. Faith storm. When you start wondering, you start questioning, you start doubting, you start fearing, you, you start wondering, did, did, did God really tell me that? This is one thing that I have learned about God, is that if God gives you a promise, God will never go back on His promise, no matter how old that promise is, so you might ought to hang on to it. I don't care what life is saying to you right now. I don't care what your problems are saying to you right now. I don't care what people are saying to you right now. If God gave you a promise, you better hold on to that promise because God is a promise keeper. And He will not fail you in your time of struggle when you're trying to make sense and everything in you is wanting to run as far as you can run and get away from it all. There's a hand that reaches out to steady you and say, hold on here. You forgot I'm still in the boat with you. I'm not leaving you alone. God has brought me to this place so He can take me through. God loves me too much. To leave me right now. Amen. Somebody say that. God loves me too much to leave me right now. Most storms that come to our life come to us with no explanation. We are uninformed as to the cause of the storm. God doesn't tell you all that he's going to do or all the places he's going to take you when he sends you forth. He just says go. And you go. There are hidden things along life's pathway that we have to learn how to accept as part of the journey. Amen. I'm telling you right now, if I'd have known all that I was going to be into when I received the call to preach, I probably would have hung up the receiver. But God didn't show me all that. 
He didn't show it to me because he knew if he had shown it to me, I'd have never had the faith to start. And so God shows you things a little bit as you go along, but he never tells you how it's all going to work out. He just tells me that it is going to work out. Somebody say it is going to work out. Say it again. It is going to work out. He may not tell you all that you need to know when you, when you are sent forth. But if you'll go in faith, God will see you through. Amen. Storms will cause you to panic at times. So often we are drawn into the fear of the unknown by those around us who panic. Panic sets off Wall Street into a selling or buying frenzy. Panic is what makes the stock market go into a tailspin. It's when men begin to operate from fear rather than faith for the future that things become chaotic. Right now, our economy is in a very vulnerable place because, number one, we don't have strong leadership in our country from any department. Congress presidency or anywhere we don't have a positive sound we have men that are posturing for political purposes but there's not a clear voice being sounded anywhere and so there is this sense of panic and uncertainty and the markets go up and then they come down and then they go up and they come down because we are operating from fear rather than faith somewhere in life you've got to wake up and realize that if God brought me here God is going to take me there. He's going to bring me where he needs me to be. And I refuse to let the panic of other people cause me to lose faith in the future. Amen. Panic will cause your mind to invent things that do not even exist. Amen. Panic will cause you to invent things. Panic will trick your brain into thinking that you are in danger when in reality you're in the safest place you could be because you're in the will of God. God sent you there. He sent his disciples into the ship. He went into the ship with them. The safest place that anybody can be is in the will of God. I don't care how loud the noise around you is, and I don't care how strong the winds are blowing. The safest place to be is in the will of God. But panic will trick your brain into thinking that you are in danger of losing everything when in reality you're not going to lose anything but the things that need to be lost. You hear me. If you lose something, you didn't need it. Because God's not going to let you lose it if you need it. As some of us go through life, we keep trying to hang on to things that God's been trying to shake loose from our life for a long time. And he's let storms come to trouble the waters, to cause it to get out of our life or to move it out of our life. And we keep reaching back, trying to drag it back into life. Let it go. 
The Bible says they went out from us because they were not of us. What is he saying? He's saying if it leaves you, you don't need it. You've got what you need to make it through. Quit worrying about what you don't have anymore and start thanking God for what's still in your possession and where you are and what God can still do with your life. Storms may be a fact, but they're not a finality. Though the clouds cover the earthly sky, they cannot do away with the mountains that stand behind the clouds. They cannot do away with the sun that shines behind their darkness. And they cannot do away with the morning that is about to dawn. Amen. Storms can come in any life. Storms can come to any person. Don't be dismayed because of the darkness. Darkness brings its own set of issues. When you can't see as well in the dark as you can in the light, it creates its own set of trouble. One thing I've learned about the dark times of life is that everything is distorted. And everything is bigger than it really is. At least in my life, it seems that way. I remember as a child, I used to be so afraid of the night. I guess because I was such a bad guy during the daytime. But when night came, you have to live with all the things you've done that day, all the things you've said. So I'm trying to go to sleep. And uh, you look up on the wall, and there is this eerie figure that's reaching out to you covers the whole wall. Anybody ever been there? My Lord, my heart jumps up and I I can't even breathe. I want to scream for my parents, but my voice won't even work. And finally, finally, after a horrible night of misery, you wake up and you see a little clothes rod hanging on a door, moving. You think... You mean that's what's caused me all this trouble? Do you know the Bible says that's what's going to happen in the day of revelation when we look at the devil? We're going to look at him and we're going to say, you mean that's the one that caused me all of this trouble? That's what darkness will do to you. It'll make things bigger than they really are. That's why you don't ever... You you don't ever set in concrete those dark times in your life because everything's distorted. Nothing is in its proper dimension. Nothing is as it really is. Don't distrust the guide because you can't see the way. Amen. And last but not least, don't let an incident in your life become an end to the story. It was just a storm that would pass. There is no place safer to be than in the will of God and the center of His will. But don't let something that's only temporary become a permanent situation. Some of you are going through seasonal things right now, and you know what? It's not going to be long until that's going to change. And I've seen people make life-changing decisions in a season when if they had just waited a little while, it wouldn't have mattered. 
Amen. Don't let an incident become the end of the story. The story goes that they passed on. He stood and rebuked the wind. And he spoke to them, why are you so fearful? Why are you so afraid? Amen. A good word for a bad day is that God, who brought you to it, will take you through it. Amen. Amen. Stand with me right now. Praise God. The word from God today is simple. It's nothing profound, perhaps just a warning to some or an alert to another. Whatever it is, you need to receive it. If you're going through a storm right now, don't let it become the end of your life. Amen. Just batten down the hatch. Amen. Hold on. Because it's going to pass. Amen. Reach over to somebody near you right now. Let's just pray with one another. Would you do that? Holy Ghost, come right now. Lord, I, I don't even know how to close this service. I don't even know what to say. Seasons, seasons, seasons. Storms that come and rock our world. and Bring a certain amount of distrust and fear. They bring stress and worry. Help us, God, to understand that as long as we're in your will, as long as we're trying to be obedient to you, as long as we're trying to follow your will, as long as we're trying to live according to your divine purpose, you're not going to let us die in this situation. You're not going to leave us without a help. You're not going to leave us without an answer. You're not going to leave us without a word. You're not going to leave us without help. You're not going to leave us without strength. You're not going to leave us without direction. You're not going to leave us, Lord, without an understanding. God, right now, your will in my life is more important than anything that I know of. More important, God, than anything else in my life is that I live in your will and I walk in your will. God, that I do what you have called me to do and live the best that I know how to live.